are you good? Yeah, good. Bored, but are you going to see yet? <laughs> yes, pretty much. It's weird being locked up in the house and not being on a strict schedule. It's definitely not something I'm used to, but it's fine. So, did you go home? Are you with family? Yes, I went home. So the day that we found out that season was probably going to be done, I booked a flight and left on the first flight the next morning, try and get out before any craziness started. Right. Even that was though it was smart. a little crazy still. Yeah. So I've been home for um, about a week and a half. It'll be two weeks on Saturday. It's already a long time. Yeah. Tell me a, <laughs> yeah. about that. How did you guys find out? So um, we found out we were hitting early. Um, we were about to play Baylor and um, Coach Walton got a text for a conference call um, with people up in the athletic department at Florida and then um, found out that we weren't going to play this weekend um, and we were suspended until March 30th. I think that was the first the first wave of news. Um, so then we just kind of were, he said, okay, we're going to take the weekend off. And then next week, I think it was, um, an, I can't remember which night it was, but all the girls, it was the NCAA put out a tweet that um, postseason was canceled. And wow. So everyone found out through that tweet. Like I, no one knew that that was happening. And so the next day we had a meeting and that's when we found out that, um, or maybe it was two days later that um, season was probably not going to happen. God, that had to be so hard. So it hard. was so sad. It was so sad. Just like they were such a great group and I'm so excited that we'll have hopefully everyone back for, mm-hmm. for next year. Um, but it was just, it was so sad. To, they really love each other and um, we're such a great group to be around every day. And um, their team chemistry was, was really, really awesome. So it was just really sad to look around the rooms. Yeah, I'm sad because I love softball, but it wasn't um, my season be ta- taken away. And looking at those girls and um, seeing the tears roll down their face, like really broke my heart. It was just really sad for all the hard work that they put in. And um, not only that, they have to say goodbye too, because everyone right safer probably to go home and stay in Gainesville and kind of stay alone. So um, most of them, you know, it was saying goodbye for the whole summer too. So it was sad. It was really sad. Abrupt. Sure. So abrupt too. Yes. Way, way, way sooner than everyone thought it would be. So Definitely. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. It's been a weird life without sports. Yes. Um, I guess, I mean, we're all kind of going through either what we're dealing with health wise or just worries or missing the game. So we'll talk about some fun stuff instead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So tell me about what you went to grad school for and why you decided to go back and be a student coach at Florida and what it's been like kind of pursuing the, a higher degree. That's so exciting. Yeah, um, it's actually, it's been really awesome. So I was in the undergrad program of sport management at UF and I took summer school every year. So I think that's why this happened, but somehow I graduated early. So I graduated fall of my senior year. So spring of my senior year, I started grad, the grad school program in sport mm-hmm. management as well, because I knew I wanted to get into coaching or, or at least just stay in the sport of softball. I knew I couldn't leave. Um, so then I started that and knew that I had about a year left. I took summer school while my first season with the Pride too, to try and 
kind of hurry up the process to not be there for so long. And then um, I was actually going to be a grad manager on staff and get a scholarship for for school and then have a little bit left over for maybe some rent or food. Um, But then um, a rule changed where because before it was you could be a student coach only if you were still an undergrad. If you were in grad school, it wasn't it wasn't allowed by the NCAA. So something changed. So my scholarship switched over in the middle of the semester. I think it was early, earlier than the middle of the semester. Um, so back on my student athlete scholarship, which was awesome. More money. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> then um, I could start coaching, too, because before I was definitely more in a manager role not able to teach or, or say any thoughts. Yeah, I could say things to the coaches, but nothing to the girls or, or anything like that. So it was awesome because just got to learn so much and be able to like voice things and um, learn how to say things differently to help people understand. And, and I didn't do a whole lot. I mean, it wasn't really like I was super hands-on, but it definitely, I learned so much and had got to be more hands-on learning from the girls and learning from coach Walton and coach Thomas too. It was, it was really awesome to be on the other side and, and learn more about what they do daily because I really underestimated how much work they put in. It's not just the fun stuff on the field. There's a lot of thought that goes on behind the scenes too. So, but it, luckily I love, so- you know, I'm like such a softball nerd. So it was so awesome to be at the, at the field all day, every day, um, learning and soaking it all up. It was really awesome. I'm sad that it got cut short. Did getting to be in that role confirm for you, like, you know, I think I really want to go into coaching? Yes, for sure. That's why I was so thankful for the opportunity to stay and um, kind of, and I, I know it was really just short and a short one year, but um, I'm going to get a few more years under my belt, hopefully before like a real, real job comes along. But um, yeah, I do. I learned so much. I learned way more than um, probably I did when I was just a student athlete because, you know, you're just focused on yourself, right. Learning those things and things are moving so fast, but to learn about so many other swings and how they work was, was really fun for me and definitely was made the hitting nerd in me happy. I know so many young softball players, a lot of them, you know, very much idolize coach Walton and what it's like to play for them. But obviously, unless you're in that locker room, you don't really know. Tell me what he's like. I I feel like the media perception is he's so super tough and very serious, <laughs> but you guys are always cutting up. So I don't know if that's yes. really how it is. <laughs> he, um, I know he has this persona that he is just so, um, so tough on us all the time, but he really is so funny. And we, we joke around all the time. He has a really good relationship with everyone on the team and is able to joke around all the time. So we're constantly laughing and having fun with him. Never, we're not, never in a situation where it's ever too serious. Honestly, we, I know Sophia and I came from a really strict travel ball background. So we came in together thinking that, um, he was going to be just as hard on us as, as, um, Mike Stith was. And our first couple practices, we were like, uh, we could do this. This is easy <laughs> compared to Mike. Um, but really, he just—I mean, it's—it's it's every day, so you have to have a balance of you can't be hard every day. So I think he—he he does a really good job of of having that happy medium of knowing when to when to step on the gas a little bit and um, when to step off, and and but always keeping us to a standard and holding us to um, the standard at all times of of excellence and the way that we carry ourselves and the way that we act. Um, and then knowing that it's just always more than softball too. There's just so many lessons that I learned 
um, not just softball related, but definitely so much fun to play for. And I obviously I would do anything for him. I learned about his um, his snack policy when he came to coach a couple of games to the Pride. Candy everywhere, like all kinds of candy. <laughs> and, he, and he brings it. He's like, yeah, I just bring the candy. I'm like, it's not something you would expect. But he's like, yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a blow pop when you're in the dugout. I love that. Like, I want to eat candy the whole time I play too. <laughs> yeah. So we we have a lot. He big snack guy. We have a lot of snacks in our dugout um, at Florida, but all healthy snacks. But we definitely have some like. Jolly Ranchers, where he'll chuck Jolly Ranchers at people. Don't be soft like a marshmallow. <laughs> be hard like a like a Jolly Rancher. Um, so just telling people to get tougher is a little fun way of of throwing little candies at people. That usually comes around in postseason or or when things start to get a little more stressful is when he'll right. break out the break out the Jolly Ranchers. Um, but other than that, yeah, he loves love his snacks. Um, we definitely get fed well, but, um, yeah, he loves the snacks. That's awesome. You know, another <laughs> big part of that Florida experience was the sunflower Saturdays. And I know that means so much to you. Um, sweet Hartley is always on your Instagram. Tell me about that relationship that you have with her and how that's impacted your life. Yeah. Um, well, coming to Florida, I just played softball because I loved softball and um, wanted to compete, wanted to be the best. And then um, I'd say Aubrey Monroe probably had the biggest impact on me my freshman year of just teaching me that we play for something bigger than ourselves and we're given this platform and what good is it if we don't do some good with it. So um, she taught me about how why we wear the sunflowers for Heather Braswell. Um, who was a young girl that was also a part of the Florida Gators team. She unfortunately passed away in 2014 um, during the season. They won their first national championship this that year. So I know that there, that was no coincidence uh, that Heather was with them every step of the way. And so oh, then I just got to chill. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> so then they just continued to wear the sunflowers in honor of her and um, in honor of her. And then also every other kid who's battling cancer as well. And then it was just on my heart for a long time to bring another um, young girl onto our team and, and bring her some smiles. And so my senior year, I asked Coach Walton if we could adopt another Friends of Jacqueline um, adoptee. And then um, he said yes. And um, shortly after we heard about Hartley, she was a gymnast. She really wanted to be on the with the gymnastics team, but they already had a young girl named Bailey. And so they were full. So it was now my job to convince her that softball was really cool too and she was gonna love it but um immediately we just clicked and we had so much fun and her and her um brother carter came out to a scrimmage um they clicked right away carter is full of life and life of the party he loves loves being around us and having so much fun hartley was a little more reserved at first um but then um about a week or two later she had her first round of chemo at uf and so um i was still going to be around so uh, me and her mom just kept connecting um, on text and stuff. And I was there for while she was receiving chemo at, at Shans and um, just to see how she tackled everything with a smile was just unbelievable. I mean, just had so much fun playing games and just doing funny Snapchat filters and just just hanging out and getting to know each other. But it really felt like we've known each other for a long time. We clicked really fast and um, just so thankful for friends of Jacqueline and giving us that opportunity to meet her. It's just really been 
the highlight of my softball career to be able to play for her and um, her to have my number on her jersey that was given to her and um, just to have that relationship with their family. They're, we are so close now. Like I consider them family now and um, Carter and Hartley call me their, their older sister and um, just things like that. It's just, it's, I don't take it lightly. It's just really such an honor to um, be able to be so close to her and um, just get to feel that strength from her every day because she's, she's just unbelievable and she's doing amazing and um, going to school a few times a week and her hair is growing back and she's feeling great. She's getting stronger. It's just so good to, to hear from her. It's funny when she started getting better and doing a lot more things, I started hearing from her less, but you know what? It's okay because obviously that right. she's so much, she's so busy and it's good. Um, but we used to, we used to talk pretty much every day and now, but now she's just off living her best life. So busy and, <laughs> And doing, doing amazing things. So I'm just, I'm so proud of her, but she's just really unbelievable. Whole family. Is softball her favorite sport yet? Or is it still gymnastics? I don't, I don't know. I I would, (laughs) I would say that softball is probably her favorite to watch, but Mm -hmm. just us, like she's very invested in us and definitely very invested in our success. But um, I, I'm, I would assume that gym, that gymnastics is still her favorite too. Oh, to play. that's awesome! But haven't, haven't, but maybe we'll, co- we'll convince her to do both eventually. I want to see her out there. You, I know I you know. have to want to see her she's, out there too. She's great. She plays catch a lot of the times before the games. We would play catch, and um, it's funny because she would always like. I was trying to get her to step with the appropriate foot when she was throwing. And so it graduated where she was stepping with the right foot, but it was a toe point as she was doing it. So it was like a perfect leg kick. So graceful. And it was, oh, so graceful. It was perfect. perfect. (laughs) That is Her twist on things. Yeah. That whole, the whole story and the friends of Jacqueline and the sunflowers is so synonymous with Florida. And I think that is so, so special. You have a lot of young athletes that look up to you. I what is that like? You know, you play your whole life and you play because you love the game and then you get on the stage and suddenly it's, you know, people know you and you don't know them, but tons of people know who you are and watch you and look up to you, not only kids, but adults too. Um, Yeah, it's awesome. I was that kid growing up and looking up to so many other people. So it's definitely so cool for me and definitely a full circle moment um, because I just, idolized so many people growing up and and the way that they played the game and the way that they carried themselves so um I definitely don't take it lightly but um I'm just thankful and and know that um I'm I'm just so thankful to be here and have the opportunity to work hard and have my platform and get to wear the orange and blue and now get to represent pride it's just it's just so awesome and I'm so thankful to show young girls that if you love the game and you work hard and you play the right way that so many things can happen in this sport. The opportunities are truly endless. So I think that just knowing for them, knowing that I was exactly like them and used to stand in line for autographs all the time is, I think is really cool that I can resonate with them in that way. And now that's just, like you said, continue to grow, playing with the pride, being a professional softball player. Was there ever a moment where you looked around and you're like, I can't believe this is what I do for a living. You know, you obviously do other things. You're in your grad school, but like, that's, you know, that's what you do. You're a pro softball player. Yeah, it is so cool. And I'm just so thankful for you, Triple SA and, and Pride to have, have me along because I get paid to play softball and that is just so cool. And not only that, I get paid to connect with, with young softball players and, and show them that this dream is possible. So I can't imagine a better job of 
not only playing the sport, but helping grow the sport as well and, and being an ambassador for the game. Um, I just can't, that's really a dream to be able to play my favorite sport. And then you look around and I get to play with legends like Kelly Kretschmann and Sierra Romero. And then also get to be teammates with um, my fir- one of my first teammates in travel, Sydney Romero. So it's just so cool to to it's really full circle and 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 the best thing is I'm constantly getting better in all facets of of life with these new teammates on the pride because they push they push each other to get better and that was so awesome to be a part of seeing everyone just constantly getting better in all phases of their life be able to come and have a successful season even though you were injured mid-season you were able to come back rehab last time we talked you said you were doing really well and then and then win a championship too. I'm hoping that that same group is going to get to come back soon and get that season started off. Cause I, like you said, like the chemistry has really been there as the team has evolved and changed. Yes. I think that's something with the pride is um, they know how to, how to cultivate um, winners and champions um, in their culture and, and bring people in that they know that they're going to fit in. I mean, we never had a, it was so awesome. I felt welcome right away. And it felt like I had been teammates with these people for, for so long. And I just had so much fun, definitely missing all of them and hoping that we can all get together soon because I know we've all been counting down until we're going to be reunited. And now it's kind of up in the air of when that's going to be, but um, obviously health first, but we're definitely missing our people. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to finish off here with some rapid fire questions for you. Okay. My first one is what's your favorite fan interaction that you've ever had? Um, probably in Kentucky, my sophomore year, um, it was a horrible weekend for me. I was doing terrible. And, um, this was the first time someone wanted my autograph and then she was like, wait, and she turned around and she had a gator shirt on and on the back it said Lorenz and number 18. That was the first time I've seen someone, um, with my Jersey on. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. So I actually ran over and got my phone to take a picture I wanted to take a picture with her and um have that picture for a while so I still have it and it was it was really awesome to see someone who who um admired me that much to be able to put my name and my number on the back of their shirt I thought it was really awesome that is a memorable moment for sure yeah it was really cool are you superstitious or no very superstitious really okay I want to know what they are that's so fascinating to me (laughs) yes um I'm way too superstitious I will wear I wash I'm definitely wash things though I'm not like wearing dirty (laughs) things but like same sports bra same sliders same socks put on my shoes the same way put on my batting gloves the same way I'll usually eat the same thing too especially breakfast I'll eat the same things hair the same way um, pretty much anything that you could think about, I'll do the exact same thing. If I'm doing terrible and I have earrings in, I'll take the earrings out, then I'll get a hit. So it's obviously the earrings fault. <laughs> Gotta fault. go. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So th- little things like that. I probably, I take way too seriously. What is the funniest moment <laughs> you've ever had on the field? Um, the funniest was, um, this fall when the pride played the Gators and kind of had a funky, I was on running on first base, kind of had a funky, probably missed and field fly rule call. So I had to run into my old teammate, Sophia Reynoso. And so I, we kind of made it a little joke. So I kind of tried to lay her out a little bit. And, it, it was really <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> and my last one is who is a pride teammate that you would thrive in quarantine with? <laughs> 
Okay, there's different definitions of thrive. If I'm thriving, like having a good time, then I'm probably going to pick um, Burroughs. Yeah, okay. probably JB. If I'm, if I need to have, like, she would definitely keep me entertained the whole time. I would never get bored if I had Burroughs there. But if I'm, like, trying to get better and never, like, not relaxing, taking this time to get better and, and get shit done, then I'm going to do <laughs> Alex Powers. <laughs> yes. The yeah. grind, the grinder, <laughs> the, the number one grinder I've ever met. She is, she is amazing. <laughs> I think we need to get a a group, a big team group FaceTime going and let everybody yes. reunite. If we're not going to see everybody yes. on the field soon, yes, I'll schedule it. So I'll make fun. it happen. Yes, <laughs> everyone is so bored anyway, so I'm sure I'm sure it could work out. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, Amanda. Don't go too crazy. I'm glad you were able to take some time out and we could catch up. And hopefully, thank we will you see you so here much. Good soon. catching up. Yes, hopefully. Good talking to you. Thanks. <laughs>